0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. The Penguins—they've been red hot since the calendar flipped to November, including a win over the Columbus Blue Jackets last night by a final score of five to three. And with that victory, the Pens have now won five straight games. All's good. In Penguins land. They find themselves back in a playoff spot. And I understand. That doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people. But with American Thanksgiving. Only one week. And one day away. It's important that they got back to that baseline. Because if you're not. At the very least. In or very close to a playoff spot. By American Thanksgiving. The end of November. It usually ends up. In you not having a chance. To make the Stanley Cup playoffs. The numbers. The statistics are staggering. But fortunately for the Penguins. They've gotten back on the right track. They're as of this recording. Back in a playoff spot. Before you even reach American Thanksgiving. And they're playing some very very good hockey. A big reason. For that success. That they've had as of recently. It lies with three of their top players. All three of them are currently on significant point streaks as the schedule begins to heat up for the latter part of the month of November. Let's start with the captain, because he took over last night. Sidney Crosby currently riding a nine-game heater in which he has scored 14 points split evenly down the middle at seven goals and seven assists. Obviously, That includes last night's four-point performance against the Columbus Blue Jackets, a team that Sidney Crosby just loves to terrorize, as I mentioned, on the game recap earlier today. He had a hat trick, the first since he had a hat trick, in Columbus last January in 2022, and he also tacked on an assist in a really good play that he made in the second period to draw the game even at two apiece. So a great game last night just adds to this stretch of Sidney Crosby continuing to find the score score sheet, excuse me. He's only been held off the score sheet once, in fact, and that was at St. Louis on October 21st. Other than that, Sidney Crosby has always had his name on the score sheet for the other 13 games the Pittsburgh Penguins have played this season. Now, with that, has he been dominant the entire year? I would have the answer be no. Personally, I don't think he's dominated or I don't think he did dominate earlier in the season. I thought he was collecting points. He was playing pretty good hockey, but he wasn't that take the game to another level game record type Sidney Crosby in most of those performances. Well, he's starting to dominate and it's getting scary for the rest of the National Hockey League. His line is now sixth in the NHL in expected goals at 61.9% at five on five. That is among forward lines with at least 80 minutes of ice time. Crosby, Gensel, Rust, they're absolutely lighting it up, particularly as of late. Now, Crosby in general, he's still a way away from his career-long point streak. That's going to be a hard one to reach as he had 25 games straight with a point during the 2011-2012 season in which he scored 50 points in that stretch. 26 goals 24 assists, I urge you, not right now, because I hope you continue to listen to this episode, but I urge you, after this episode, just go back and look at some of the highlights of Sidney Crosby back in that era, the early 2010s, excluding, obviously, any of the uh, the highlights from the Winter Classic in 2011, but I urge you, go back and watch some of the highlights from that season. If he did not get injured, he would have ran away with both the Art Ross, the Hart Trophy, and there's a good chance that the Pittsburgh Penguins could have gone on a pretty magical run in that springtime. But I digress on that point. Nine games in a row for the captain, 14 points in that time. Impressive as well that it's even in 7-7 seven and seven when it comes to goals and assists. Crosby for a long time has started to defer back to, hey, he's shown he could be a good goal scorer. He's been a 50-goal scorer in this league. But he really starts to elevate his line mates, and he's done that a lot more as his career has gone on. But right now and this season, it looks like Sidney Crosby is on a mission to get his goal numbers up as he has 10 on the year and he is leading the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's move over to player number two. Speaking of that line with Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel at five games of his own with a point, nine points in that span, four goals and five assists. He kicked it all off with a four-point performance in San Jose in that absolute clubbing of the Sharks, and he recorded last night against Columbus, his fourth multi multi-point game of the season. Does anybody love playing in Columbus? Other than Sidney Crosby, more than Jake Gensel. I mean, the guy had his first career hat trick, and it was in a postseason as well against the Columbus Blue Jackets. He tore him up in that series in 2017 in his first ever playoff series, and he has just found success in that building ever since. The best part about Jake Gensel going on fire to start this season, is he still has another level that he hasn't even hit yet. Right now, Jake Gensel, through 14 games this season, is operating at a 12.8% shooting percentage. His career average is 15.6. He's a sniper, folks, and he hasn't quite shown that this season. Yet. Eventually, you have to imagine that when he starts ripping it on net a little bit more often... He's going to find the net, and that shooting percentage is going to elevate. He scored a goal last night. That could be something that gets him on a stretch here where he gets back on pace to get up towards that 35, maybe 40-goal season for the third time in his career, and who knows? We've all been clamoring to see him get 50. If he plays the way that he has, matched with the fact that Sidney Crosby's playing the way that he is, there's a chance Jake Gensel could You know, score a whole lot of goals and could make a whole lot of money this upcoming offseason as he heads to unrestricted free agency. The Penguins, hopefully, and I've talked about this, hopefully uh, you get that deal signed now before he starts up in the price. But Gensel has shown a a much more playmaking side to his game this season. But we all know that 40 goal scorer is still in there waiting to take over. And when it does, you got to watch out because the Penguins are going to be even more unstoppable than they've been in the first five games of the month. Third player on this list, EK65. This is his first real dominant stretch as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Six-game point streak for him. 11 points in that span, four of them goals, seven of them assists, and he's recorded multiple points in five of those six games. Absolutely ridiculous pace that Eric Carlson is setting right now. He's starting to gain traction and find chemistry with this team. You saw early on that, yes, Eric Carlson had the talent. When he came in those first couple of games, you could tell, okay, this is a guy that is every bit of a 100-point scorer when it comes to talent alone. But while his skill was shining through, it's really becoming evident right now how well he could eventually fit with this Pittsburgh Penguins team. Eventually, he's fitting really well right now. Five five of the last six games, he has a multi-point game. But he's starting to find that chemistry. You saw it with Evgeny Malkin yesterday. The short passes up at the top of the zone under duress. Those guys are feeling each other very well right now. They understand where the other one wants to go with the puck. They understand what the other one wants to do. And Malkin and Carlson are starting to create a whole lot of chemistry. So too with Sidney Crosby. Connecting on the game-winning goal last night. Carlson down to Crosby, one of his patented tip-in goals. That's something you love to see from Carlson getting it on the action there. It's starting to come together for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And as of right now, it's looking like they could be unbeatable if they start to put things together. Now, they're a long way from that. There's still a lot of issues on this team. Some underlying issues that need to be addressed. You need a little bit more consistency from your fourth line. You need your third line to score at a little bit better clip. I think that they've been playing phenomenal as of right now, but you need them to start chipping in a little bit more often. Drew O'Connor, take advantage of those opportunities. Lars Eller, finish on the opportunities that he has in front of Elvis Merzlinkins and redeem Zahorna. Find that consistency. He's fighting through it. He's getting there this season. You need to make sure that that stays throughout the remainder of the season. You need to clean up a couple things in the defensive zone. I think Ryan Shea, or yeah, Ryan Shea? Yeah, Ryan Shea, I don't know why, for some reason, thought I was wrong there. Ryan Shea has played well. You need him to start cleaning some of these things up. He really gave up that first goal of the game last night because he got tied up and he got walked there by Kirill Marchenko. You need to figure out who's going to be playing next to him. Is it Rue Weedle for the long-term solution? What do you do with Pio Joseph and goaltending? Chari struggled early last night, finished strong, Can he continue to do that? We've seen him play well in November and December before. Can he carry that momentum into January, February, March, and as the Penguins are hoping, into April, May, and eventually into June? So there are questions, but we do have some very good answers, and three of those answers are extremely talented players that are red-hot right now. Crosby, nine games. Gensel, five games. Carlson, six games. Not to mention, after... I believe it was four points in his first seven games for Eric Carlson as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now on pace for 29 goals, which is a career high. On pace for 88 points, which will be his second highest point total of his career behind his 101 from last year. And he's starting to look like that player once again. Starting to look like that player that hit the century mark last season with the San Jose Sharks. Now, You look at what they did last night, they carried the Penguins to a victory. They combined for all five of the goals scored by the Pittsburgh Penguins and a total of eight points among the three of them against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And the Pens are going to need them to keep it rolling because of what they have coming up on the schedule, in particular over the next eight days. They play the Devils on Thursday, the Carolina Hurricanes on Saturday, the Vegas Golden Knights on Sunday, and the New York Rangers next week. Three of those games, like I mentioned, coming between Thursday and Sunday, three and four days, the Pens are going to need their stars to show up, especially against these teams that last season gave the Penguins fits. They didn't beat the New Jersey Devils. They didn't beat the Carolina Hurricanes. They beat Vegas once of the two games, and they beat New York once, but got embarrassed in a couple of other games against them. So Pens are going to need their stars. Pens are going to need everybody to come around and, in these important games to keep the momentum going and get the Penguins in an even better position by the time Thanksgiving rolls around next Thursday. They have these four games before then. It could be a very different feel in Pittsburgh if they can go through and run through at least three of these four teams because the Pens right now are red hot, but that certainly would uh, make a statement to the entire NHL. That's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. We'll see you guys next time.